Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 4th of June 2020. This is The Gap, episode 519. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gura is here. How's your week going, Job? Uh, it's a weird week, Luke. It's a weird week. Has, How's your it's week been going? been a weird week, yeah. How's weird? Like, are you, are you in... Have you got a curfew or some yeah. shit? Yeah, we are. Um, so we were supposed to come out of lockdown on Monday... I believe that we're going to start like well, they've started sort of making the rules a little bit more lenient. So they've got this sort of like three month plan of how things are going to open. Hmm. Um, and I think by mid August, we should be back to being able to go out to like a bar, things like that. Um, and so they put out this plan on uh, like the week before and we're like Monday, things are going to good, going to go good. And then the um, the police decided to do something stupid, uh, which they've done many a times. Mm. Uh, and so now we are in a curfew uh, from 8 p.m. generally till 5 a.m. And that started on the weekend. Um, so I do not know if my phone will start going crazy during this podcast, but usually we get some sort of notification through um, our phones or through they'll just interrupt the TV Uh, and say you're in curfew starts it you know these times blah 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 don't go outside your house basically that is fucked mm. yeah um so it's been a pretty hectic week uh pretty disgusting week actually like just watching all this stuff play out um like we didn't watch generally watch like movies on the weekend or late at night. Yeah. Um, Friday night, we just watched the news because it was just kind of unbelievable what was happening uh, out in the world. Yeah. You know, like in the country we, we live in at the moment. Um, so, yeah, it was, it's been pretty hectic just watching the news, keeping me up to date with everything that's going on. Um, but then also sort of watching how it's it's gone from one small community and then sort of exploded out into basically all of the states in the US and then like become this global thing now. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty fucking cooked. Um, the, like, I mean, it makes sense that it's exploded worldwide, to be honest. Uh, obviously it's, it, it seems endemic in the States. Hmm. Uh, but it's not like it doesn't exist elsewhere. And, uh, yeah, like this, this, uh, this trend of police violence and the militarization of, of police is just, yeah, I I guess it's, it's a bit difficult to ignore. Uh, and especially if they keep throwing in people's faces, what surprises me is how gung ho, uh, American police forces appear to be about like making things worse. It is mm. so weird. Like they just they just keep escalating shit. They they I don't know. I f- like Australia is not infallible in this uh, situation. You know we've got we've got right. a lot of our own issues, uh, and some of them have even raised like reared their head this fucking week. Uh, this week in particular, you know, directly after Scummo is all, oh, we don't need to import 
controversy from America, uh, and then mm-hmm. uh, we've got. Well, we we don't know. We don't need to because we've got police officers slamming uh, indigenous kid faces into the ground and stuff. Like, there's no need to import. We're we're doing it ourselves. But at the same time, you know, there is a stark difference between uh, Aussie cops and US cops. I mean, the militarization levels are nowhere near um, uh, like what they are in the States. You know, they've got fucking, even as far, like, you know, fucking diehard, they're rolling up in fucking tanks and stuff and like terrorists slash robbers are bringing fucking rocket launchers just to deal with that inevitability and stuff uh it's you know we've they've got hardware like similar over here but it's it's nowhere near the same level uh so there's that and there's the the fact that you know a lot of our cops are well educated and stuff uh that doesn't mean that you know there aren't systemic issues i just it's just staggering the way that Hmm. america has gone in the direct opposite direction they've gone like less educated they've gone for fucking more violent you know like the the sorts of people who get cut from the fucking military because they're too fucking aggressive which is an insane concept like yeah i don't know man america seems like it goes from one fuck thing like how how are there cops just letting dudes wander around with fucking Machine guns. Assault rifles. Yeah. <laughs> Protesting not being able to get a fucking haircut uh, on, on one week. And then literally the next week, tear gassing peaceful protesters who aren't armed at all. Like, what the fuck is that? That mm. is so cooked. And it's... Yeah. And I've been watching a lot of it, like, a lot. I generally watch a lot of news anyway, mm. but it's sort of even more so the last two weeks. Um, a week and a half that's been going down. And yeah, for the most part, it is peaceful protesting. That first day wasn't as much. Like they were definitely very upset um, and decided to burn down the police station, some people. Uh, But for the most part, it's been pretty peaceful. The, The issues that are rising afterwards, later at night, when people are taking advantage of the police presence, not being able to handle um the entire city depending on where it is right and then looting and like organized crime that are looting and that sort of thing or or people like actual criminals it's not the the protesters (laughs) that are breaking into stores stealing shit for the most part um and so they're like the government that is in power at the moment is trying to lump those people into the protests and say that's the protesters that are doing or the rioters they're calling them um yeah, and so sort of trying to justify that this force is needed. Uh, and, you, like, you can see the videos online of peaceful protesters, like, when he wanted to get, get that photo at the front of the church. Yeah. So he tear-gassed, like, everybody. Um, like, hopefully something comes out of that because I saw the Australian Prime Minister wanted some sort of insight into it because uh, an Australian cameraman was fucking punched with a, a Captain America shield yeah. uh, in the chest and then punched in the face. And then the uh, the female reporter was like smashed over the back of the head with a police baton. Yeah. Um, so hopefully 
like something comes out of it. Like I'd be on the phone. It'd be cool. It would be <laughs> so <laughs> like, fucking dumb to get. It'd be so fucked if something came out of it because of that, as opposed to you know hmm. the real reason why they're protesting. Though you know the whole reason. They're I know, protesting. but the, the like at least if these other leaders would be on the phone to this dickhead being like what the fuck are you doing over there get a grip um i mean yeah well as like, opposed I mean, to him what he's doing at the moment like scummo wasn't even going to say anything like you could mm. they they were pressing him on the issue and he didn't want to he didn't want to comment on it at all and then until you know the channel 7 news team on on the ground there got mm. attacked assaulted uh and then yeah like then he has to say something so yeah from that perspective you're 100 right like yeah they just uh they need an excuse they need, like dirtbag world leaders like like scummo need an excuse to actually say something because otherwise i think his his entire fucking platform is to just let trump do whatever trump does and just sort of i mean his entire platform is to do as little as fucking possible as it is somehow skate mm. through and fucking still look okay people think he's done a great job about the coronavirus even though his job was fucking uh the state will deal with it uh i don't want to fucking uh, <laughs> i'm gonna go on holiday to hawaii again um like yeah i don't know it's it, it is all 100% cooked and I'm watching American and just flabbergasted like staggered we were I was hanging out with some friends uh on the weekend we were finishing up Betrayal Legacy and uh, uh one of their sister sisters is uh over in San Fran as well like you guys are and um hmm. she I think is about like just got approval from her, the multinational company that she works for, to just move back to Australia, like just move back because they're like the company she works for. They're all going, uh, they're all allowed to work from home for the indefinite future. Um, sure. So she's like, yeah, I think like companies like Google and that are basically first of the year work from home. Yeah. Um, and so they're like, well, if I'm working from home, why don't I just work from home in australia what the fuck what difference i Mm. guess and uh yeah so i mean and that was just coronavirus related shit that wasn't even fucking uh fully justified non-stop protesting related shit um yeah it's it's pretty cooked and then obviously i mean uh, this brings up another pretty fucking, uh, like you know, you, fucking me listening to me stumble through fucking trying to get my thoughts out on this. It's weird that I can talk for fucking fifteen hours a week about what I did and didn't like about a video game, but I try to fucking, uh, I don't know, get through what I think about a situation like what's happening in the world. And I just can't fucking get there in any eloquent right. way. But uh, like, it's it's a like it's a weird situation, a weird time for fucking video game companies. You got to balance. There's like this balancing act, right? Uh, obviously, we've got. We'll talk about it later, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if we will. 
Uh, a bunch of a bunch of companies are pulling like like pushing back their stuff, pushing back their announcements sure. and stuff. Um, and uh, like releases, Call of Duty isn't doing season four for uh, Call of Duty, I guess. Um, and PlayStation isn't doing their reveal events tomorrow. And I think Cyberpunk's delayed as well, if I saw it in the notes correctly. Um, mm-hmm. and there, there is like an air of like, there's, there's like t- two sides of that, right? Like on one hand, um, I think, yeah, like there needs to be space made for the discussions that absolutely need to be, be had about all this, this shit, all this unrest, uh, all this hmm. fucking, this nightmare uh that goes on every day for uh i guess african american colored pe- people of color at, around the world at the hands of police minorities at the sure. hands of police um and at the same time there i guess you know needs to be something to lighten the mood because otherwise people like we're coming off fucking however many months of people just downward spiraling as they uh, as they get more and more depressed about being locked indoors and not able to have their creature comforts and all that kind of stuff, um, and yeah, so like, I don't know, I uh, I noticed Oz Gamers uh has opted to not post any news for the rest of the week, and I think they're mm-hmm. not alone. I think a lot of uh, different places are doing similar stuff, um. Or they took, you know, Tuesday off or whatever. Uh, I don't know. It's it's a very interesting... I, I think you need to be very firm in uh, hmm. in your reasons for halting that, that content. Um, because, yeah, I, th- I think otherwise it can fi- like come off as a little pandering or patronizing or whatever. Um, I think right. PlayStation did a good job. Uh, I guess what I'm trying to reconcile is the idea that, you know, PlayStation, I think PlayStation did a good job, right? Uh, and they made the right move by pushing back their reveal sure. event. And I think cynical people yeah. will be like, oh, they just didn't want to be overshadowed in the news or whatever the fuck. I've definitely seen some people say stuff like that, but that's, that's horseshit. Like, I think there is room to believe that, yeah, obviously... At some level, they probably didn't want that to happen. But at the same time, they didn't want to, like, over like overwhelm on any level what is happening. And at the same time, yeah. you look at, you know, a game like Valorant releases this week and uh, they're like, you know, maybe we can bring a small, uh, you know, small amount of, light to your life in a, in a dark time. And I think that makes sense right. as well. And I think there are, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like there are two sides to this and I think they're both reasonably well justified. And, and I think it's a pretty tricky fucking thing f- for companies to navigate. I don't think, uh, I don't think it's going to be easy uh, for anyone to do well. Um, hmm. But yeah, we'll just have to fucking power through and see how it, see how it fucking goes. Anyway. Yeah, you've you've had a lot of companies come out in support, and and others are doing a 
better job than others, like uh, EA, who who talked about um, uh, I think things like donating money and having like workshops and that sort of stuff, um, getting some of these more 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 voices heard. And uh, and then you had Infinity Ward today release a statement saying that um, basically uh, they don't see their game as a place to have racist content uh, and then put forward like a list of things that they wanted to do going forward mm. to try and um, fix some of those issues. And they talked about uh, having like additional resources to monitor um, racist content, adding better in-game reporting tools um adding extra filters and restrictions so that you can't do things like that during your you know creating usernames um and then increasing the one down here says increasing permanent bans to root out repeat offenders uh and also making it easier for people to report in-game and like that's something we've talked about a lot on on this show like something that um like ubisoft has done with rainbow six siege and trying to get rid of the the problems they've had in that community um of being like all right if you do something and we ban you it's sort of this escalating thing the first time it'll be like 24 hour ban but if you do it again then it's gonna be you know um i, I don't know the exact figures but it'll be like a week and then if you do it again then permanent ban that like that's it and i i think that is the way that all games should go like not even games like t- fucking chat in like twitch or um youtube like some of the heinous shit you see coming out of that is ridiculous and i think if you start getting rid of some of the comments that are in there and trying to monitor them better um it just sort of starts making the play the world like a better place you don't have fuckheads constantly thinking oh that must be okay to do so because they're not getting in trouble for it so i'll do it as well um and so i, I feel like all at least online games at this stage need better um, ways to track a lot of this stuff and for players to report it. Like, look how hard it was for us to report players in game in like Call of Duty to just basically do anything. It's it's such a nightmare. You've got to go into like four different menus to actually find what you need to do. Um, so yeah, I think that's a good starting point at least for online communities where there's a lot of this stuff that you see constantly that is a problem not just for racism but sexism and all that sort of stuff where you have a, a female jump in and, and they start talking in game then they start getting shit put on them like there's so many better ways that these companies can um try and fix some of these issues and they just haven't really seemed to care about it because at the end of the day like i don't understand their thinking because they're losing players by having a lot of these dickheads be absolute assholes. Yeah. But they think that if they remove these people, those people won't come back anymore, but it's sort of having this other negative effect. And I don't see why they don't want to fix it. Um, same with like, yeah, same, same with Twitch and all that sort of stuff. Like, I just don't see why that stuff is moderated better uh, in terms of if you do something wrong, you'll get a ban and it's like if you do it again then just just get rid of them just fire them off into the fucking i think australia has a very different relationship with the concept of the free of free speech compared to sure, america yeah. you know like obviously obviously this past week has proven uh again for the umpteenth time that the american ideal of free speech is fucking tenuous at best 
because mm. you know apparently free speech applies to uh fucking wankers with guns who want haircuts but it doesn't apply to uh black people who don't want to be murdered by cops like uh, obviously that concept is uh fucking all over the place in america but they hold on to the idea in this way that like it is beyond it is beyond fucking common sense and they believe that the the right to free speech and that like entitles them to be able to say whatever they want whenever they want wherever they want Hmm. uh and so you wind up in this situation where i think companies trying to do business in america are i guess uh hesitant to uh like put in policies quite like uh, i i honestly think that the reason rainbow six put in its policy is because it's it's at heart a french company and they aren't they aren't burdened by the same insane uh i guess concept of uh all all encompassing free speech um and Mm. i think that a lot of other companies run into the same thing i mean it is a very tricky thing right like it, it is the 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 idea of free speech and Australia's uh, lack thereof, lack of free expression, or at least uh, written in stone free expression, is why for the longest time games kept fucking getting banned, right? In Australia, right? It was like, we don't have a, there is no right to free speech or right to free expression. Uh, written down anywhere in Australian law, in a way that entitles us to play games where we do drugs and stuff, you know? Um, and that, like, so there, there is that situation. And yet at the same time, uh, the, the version that Americans seem to believe in where they're allowed to say the N word as many times as they can on fucking in Call of Duty games. Uh, yeah, that, that's not how that works either. You know, uh, saying stuff in game chat that's a they're that's a private forum they're allowed to ban people for saying whatever the fuck they want they could ban you for saying call of duty is shit uh if they wanted to i mean there would be a righteous yeah, and you've agreed to their terms and conditions yeah, exactly. and all that sort of stuff and yeah like you you'd have to you have to fucking abide by those rules it's a private company and they can do whatever they want i think that's it's just that American companies feel they are, they can't, that there are inalienable concepts, you know? Um, yeah. But Call of Duty, I think Infinity Ward are making the right move. I mean, I tried to, I've been playing Valorant since it came out and, uh, I tried to report the three, three people who, uh, had some form of the N word written conspicuously in their name already i don't know how you're able to make a fucking account with that word in your fucking name but uh Mm. people find a way this is in australia like i'm like it i know it happens a lot in america but like this is yeah this is over here so it must be pretty fucking common if they've found some way to do it and yeah i couldn't like the report system wasn't working i get the feeling that valorant the the OCE the 
APAC version of Valorant uh, might be um, sort of the fucking redheaded stepchild because apparently there was some fucking battle pass bullshit that wasn't working and they fixed it for every region except for APAC. Uh, and right. I don't, I think they still haven't fixed it uh, in APAC. Uh, and it's been like fucking two or three days now. Uh, so I, I get the feeling that nothing is quite like they've just barely the fucking the samsung smart fridge that's running the servers for valorant in oce is just barely getting games going let alone fucking because we're getting pack loss and all this kind of shit everyone's talking about how it's got the best fucking hit reg in any game they've ever fucking played and i'm like i don't know about that because i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna watch the tape back and i'm pretty sure i hit that cunt four times but it says i hit him once uh, and, uh, I watched the tape back and I hit that count four times, but it says I hit him once. And, uh, yeah, everyone's like, oh, the hit rage. Oh, no, I think the OC servers are fucking two bits, two cans on a piece of string. <laughs> and <laughs> so the report system's down, the battle pass system's down, fucking finding friends, played a game with junglists, two games with junglists last night. And it took us fucking like 15 minutes to actually find each other in their fucking friend system. Uh, yeah. So, like, that aside, uh, I can't believe those names got through. And, like, I've gotten, I got fully fucking sidetracked. But, yeah, I can't believe those names got fucking through in the first place. Like, hmm. how, have you, how, how, how did that not just get banned up front? I don't understand. It's ridiculous. Uh, I'm sure if if the they report- spent all their time on their fucking anti cheat, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, they had to go to work on it. Um, but yeah, like, but like you know, the the names were disguised, but like, surely at some point you you go through every fucking possible variance of the disguises. I mean, there are only there can't be that many way to ways to disguise that word. Like, you're limited. Uh, an I, an L, or a 1, I suppose. And 3 or an E, or like, you know, like... Yeah, there, there aren't that many fucking variants. Like, just fucking ban all the variants. It's it's pretty easy. Just don't let make people make the fucking account with that name. Hmm. Anyway. Um, yeah. I Like, I... I relish the day when I no longer have to see garbage in chat. Like, I 100% still see... I mean, every time uh, a Warzone server has the all chat on, it is the fucking worst of humanity. Like, you're... I'm like, just fucking... Yep, get the boat, Noah. Let's go. Fucking... This yeah, because it's generally uh, you, you're playing console players, right? As well. Yeah, and and so when you when somebody dies, you can hear their all chat. It oh, switches yeah. it on. Oh yeah, yep. Sometimes it's excellent because <laughs> you can hear people just rage. Yep, so hard. But sometimes and the other rage times is awful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the rage is just strap a rocket to the planet and yeet us into the sun. Um. Yeah. Anyway, um, shit's cooked. I guess is what we're getting at. 
and like I was saying, yeah, like uh, I don't know, I don't, I don't feel eloquent enough to really get into all that kind of stuff. But I, I'm glad we talked through it. Um, it's hmm. fucked. Uh, there are you know loads of ways that you can uh, that you can do stuff to help out, sign petitions, donate, uh, all that kind of stuff. Um, do it if you want to. Don't if you don't, I guess. Um, but video games, shall we just kick off into Valorant right now or should we wait? May as well. Yeah? All right. Because it's, it's out now, right? So this is a, it's now free to play? It's free to play and out everywhere. Yeah. So this is Riot's uh, first person competitive shooter. Yes. First person Counter-Strike ripoff. Um, yeah. Yeah, I uninstalled it. Um, I've uninstalled it. It's gone. Uh, my main reason for uninstalling it was because I didn't want to have to turn on Vanguard every time I turn on my fucking computer. My second reason for uninstalling it is because I don't like it on a fundamental level. Uh, and I, But I did find that like, if it was on my computer, I would load it up just to see if I could work out what I didn't like about it over and over again. Hmm. Uh, I've uninstalled it. I think... I th- think of worked out why so valorant is yeah it's a hybrid between overwatch and counter-strike so it's halfway between one and the other um i think it's more counter-strike than it's definitely more it's sort of like counter-strike with with abilities um yeah yeah like that's definitely it like it's definitely more counter-strike than overwatch but uh, you can see the influences of both, I think. Right? Uh, which is, yeah, like, you know, you, you, you've got two teams, only bomb, like, bomb maps. You go in, you set up the spike, uh, not a bomb. Like, yeah. I don't know. You have this, uh, this feeling that it was, cre- like, I think I've said this before, that it was created in a lab, right? Like, that it, it's been designed from the gra- ground up. Uh, and right. like, oh yeah, it's, you know, um, we can't call it a, like, you know, yeah, don't plant the bomb, plant the spike uh, on the um, spike site, not this, not the bomb site. And um, no, no real guns, uh, but they've all, they all look like guns. Um, and, uh, it's two teams. We don't, we don't give them names. There's no terrorists or counter-terrorists. They're attackers and defenders. Uh, hmm. and yeah, like even Rainbow Six, you I mean, your primary objective is to defuse a bomb. Uh, yeah, but, but it's a training exercise. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's all, it's all, it's blue V blue. It's all, uh, operators versus operators. They're all good guys. Hmm. Uh, but it's still bombs, you know? Anyway, there's only spike maps. There's only DE maps in uh, Valorant to use Counter-Strike lingo. And, uh, yeah, it's two teams. You play, uh, what, 13 rounds on uh, one side, and then you switch sides, and you play 13 on the other. And uh, yep. the... Oh, is it 12? 12 a side. I don't know. It's first to 13. Something like that. It's first to yeah. 13, so I think it's 12 aside. Uh, um, <clears throat> and uh, that's about it. That's that's the game. You, you go for 12 uh, rounds on one, like, attacking. Uh, and after that, you go for 12 rounds defending. Um, 
it's it's Counter Strike with abilities. I, I don't like. There's not much else to really say about it, honestly. Uh, it's they've deliberately aped a lot of Counter Strike elements, like a significant amount. There's there's uh, a yeah. economy. It feels like Counter Strike. Like the shooting feels like Counter Strike when you play it. Yeah, it's like they specifically yeah, so went weird. out there to make it feel like Counter Strike 1.6. They've said yeah. this a billion times. I personally didn't love the shooting in Counter Strike 1.6, so that doesn't help me all that much. Although uh, uh, apparently uh, it's it's more forgiving uh, in a lot of elements, um, like a lot of Counter Strike Counter Strikey elements. Um, but uh, like counter strafing and stuff like that. But uh, I I am still struggling to get out of like I've I've spent the last couple of days struggling to get out of fucking Call of Duty brain. So uh, all of that's lost on you me. Just run in. If I if I headshot a cunt on the first fucking first bullet, I'm dead anyway. So fuck it. Yeah. Uh, and there's no shield either. So there's no shield. So uh, no insta win. No guaranteed win. Like the shield, you were just standing behind other players. Oh, well, oh, I actually stood in front of another player yesterday. Uh, to like last night while playing with Jung, I just stood in front of my guy while he was planting the bomb because he was putting the bomb down in the dumbest fucking spot. Holy shit! I'll get, I'll get to that. But uh, it's yeah, I don't spike. Know. The sorry, the spike. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a Counter Strike game. I don't know, man. Um, It is what it is. I guess the idea is that it's an evolution of Counter-Strike. I personally feel that Riot is astroturfing the fuck out of Reddit right now with uh, positive reports because they all seem to talk about how much... I don't know if you've seen this, but every time anyone speaks about Valorant uh, outside of one of the Valorant subreddits, they always go, this game is getting so much heat on Reddit, but I really like it. They all use the word heat. And I couldn't work out. It took me ages to work out whether or not heat was a good thing or a bad thing. Like, I needed to use context from the rest of what the fuck they were saying. Turns out heat, mm. getting heat is a bad thing. Uh, this is the oldest I've ever felt uh, saying that sentence out loud. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, that aside, yeah. Uh, I... I, I don't know, man. I, I, don't, I don't. How'd you go with the all the abilities and stuff? Because I think that was my when I talked about it. Sort of my um, chief complaint, like being able to determine what the fuck anything did, like what is a what's going to cause me damage. What is? I saw I saw a post somewhere recently in like the last day or two talking about how they're looking into ways that. Um, they don't have to use the same looking types of abilities and just change the color on them. Just like basic design stuff. It was, it was strange. Anyway, so how how'd you sort of come across that? What was your experience like? Oh, you know, it, <clears throat> I think it's a bit like testing seatbelts by strapping myself into a car and then ramming it into a fucking wall because I have no idea. I've like I still I still don't know half the time how like there's some purple chick who goes invisible and fucking yeah teleports around and stuff or whatever the fuck or like 
can just fucking go wherever the fuck she wants. Uh, and while she's doing that, she's got extra armor and all this kind of shit. Like, she becomes impossible to kill. And if she kills anyone while she's doing it, it, it lasts longer or something. And... Uh... Meanwhile, I unlock the chick with a rocket launcher that doesn't kill anyone anymore because they nerfed it because they were almost complaining because streamers complained about it. And so I get to pop my alt and fire a rocket that maybe kills one person, maybe, or I mm. get to the the inevitable death screen. Like it doesn't kill that one person. And I get to the death screen and it's like. 147 damage um i'm like cool well so they're on three guys teammates they're on three uh <laughs> and meanwhile this purple chick will fucking purple and then just walk out in front of three fucking people and shoot them all while all of us shoot into her and nothing seems to fucking happen and i can't fucking tell i still i still don't know what the fuck is supposed to happen I, I i've just got i've got no idea right like i'm at a fucking loss what what are we supposed to do against that? Just run? Is that is that how that works? I don't know. Anyway, uh, that's that's cool. I like that. You know, that's that's real cool. And then there's uh there's I, I've worked out that don't don't run into the green smoke because that'll hurt me. Uh, mm. Don't walk into any firewall, uh, including my teammates, because that'll hurt me. Yeah. Uh, Actually, if you see the fire guy on the map, on your team, go to the other bomb site because he will definitely flash you. Uh, he will flash you literally every fucking time. Uh, what else? I had, uh, there was a guy, like I was playing a game and, and one of the guys uh, thought I talk, spoke too much because uh, at the start of the round, we were attacking and uh, the first round, in our initial round, uh, everyone just went fucking anywhere. I had the bomb, and I was uh, I was alone going spike. to A. Sorry, the spike. And I was alone going to A, so I went back. Uh, noticed nobody came with me, and, and I went back over towards B. And uh, they went through mid to go to A, and nobody told me any of this. And uh, so I got killed and I dropped the spike over while planting at A. I, I, clear, I killed two people, was planting at A, but they had successfully rotated and dodged my whole team going, rotating, or I don't know what the fuck they were doing. Anyway, so on the next time, I had the bomb and I'm like, guys, let's stick together. Let's all go to B. And, uh, and this guy thought I spoke too much. He's like, oh, you you speak too much. You you sound like, do you know, uh, pes, 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 pestily, pes, pestilence? I don't know. Some fucking Twitch guy. Pestilence? I, I don't know. All right, no, man. <laughs> He's like, you sound just like him, but if he was a bogan. I'm like, cool, thanks. Uh, uh, yeah, well, you fucking shit. I'm like, all, all right, uh, fair enough. This uh, escalated very quickly. <laughs> Just uh, sort of classic, classic toxicity, I guess. Anyway, uh, after I muted him, because you can mute people, you can't report them in game. 
You have to wait until after the game to report them. Uh, and then it doesn't work. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, I couldn't report him, but I could mute him. So I muted him. And then he uh, he was like, oh, in the in the chat, type chat. Oh, did you mute me? Oh, what a, what a fucking pussy, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so I just sort of ignored my chat. So now I'm not, there's zero communication. I'm not doing any communication, which is cool. Uh, obviously, you know, a great, great idea in a sweaty as fuck, uh, team shooter. Anyway, he hmm. then spent the rest of the game, um, he was the, he was the, uh, grenade, like the grenade launcher guy. Uh, right. with the fire grenade and the smokes. He could call down smokes. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And, yep. uh, he would call in smokes anytime I was about to pick a corner. He would smoke me. He was smoking specifically me. Uh, and so that was cool. So uh, he could do that from anywhere on the map. He was able to smoke me from anywhere on the map. He could be fucking ages away, but he would just smoke specifically me. Uh, and yeah, no, that was rad. That was fantastic. What I love about Valorant. What I love about Valorant is that if you are, if you're playing Overwatch, right? And uh, everyone, everyone else on your team is a fuckwit, or uh, you know, you, you, you get teamed up with me and me and Jung were playing the first game we played last night. Uh, we were attacking. Uh, I grabbed the bomb, and uh, we went Smoke. one way, and right at the last second, all three of the other people went over to the other fucking bomb site. Uh, it was pretty yeah. good. Spike site. I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm just gonna call it bomb site, and uh, yeah. Um, so that that was pretty great, and then so we got murdered because uh, uh, I think we just got we just got outplayed. There was one player on the other team who was real fucking good, and the whole other team had this fucking ex- like extraordinary fucking coordination. They were fucking like slamming uh it was real good they were really good anyway um so we got fucking done uh and uh one of the one of the players on our team managed to get a one of those no he must have just oh no this must have been the second round second round right first round we just lost second round uh he managed to get back onto our onto the site we managed to plant he gets on the site uh, we die, sorry. He gets on the site and uh, he's guarding the bomb and he's got the shotgun and the last player on their team walks in with his back to the guy and clears out everywhere except for where this guy is and he's just like standing there watching him and then he starts shooting and he fires four fucking shotgun shots and misses all of them. And I think he was the best player of the three. Like, he, he had the most kills. He, like, finished. After that, that game finished, he had the most kills of the rest of our team. Uh, so it was me and Jung and then the rest of this team. And Shotgun Guy was the best player on our team, apart from me and Jung. What's cool is that that was in the second round of the game. And we were stuck playing 
through the next 13 rounds of that game. Because they obviously killed him. And me and Jung managed to get a couple of, like, we eked out a couple of, like, round wins. Like, just real fucking, real uh, janky shit. Like, it it required one of us to get a 4K, generally. Because we we would be Mm. on each other. And so one of us would do a fuck ton of damage to as many people as we could. And then the other one would get the, the finished frag and we'd get on site. And then the fucking clusterfuck of dipshits would fucking roll in behind us and do whatever the fuck it was they were doing. Um, yeah, we just had to play another fucking. I think it was. I think it went for seventeen rounds. Um, we just, we just had to play that out. That's cool. Uh, you just have to fucking wait that out. That's that's Valorant in Overwatch. You just fucking you. I don't know. You pick the fucking hamster ball or the giant monkey. And you just fucking goof about, right? You'd be like, okay, well, this game is obviously not going anywhere. So I'm just going to fucking, I'm going to test out this new fucking hero. Or I'm going to test out this, this, whatever. Uh, In Valorant, you're just sort of trapped. uh, And everyone loves to be trapped. Uh, So yeah, you just sort of fucking have to wait it out until the nightmare ends. And that's, Hmm. that's Valorant. You just, as soon as you work out, like... Obviously, I think they're going to have like some sort of skill-based matchmaking system in place. So hopefully you'll get dumped with people who are as good as you. Yeah, they're talking about a ranked mode or something like that. Yeah. Uh, But it's not not there. But they released a competitive shooter without a ranked mode. Yeah. Right? Uh, Okay. (laughs) So what's the point of playing them? Why am I playing fucking... I had one game go for fucking... 22 rounds I think it was like that took 70 fucking minutes I think it was it was fucking bananas 70 minutes oh and by the way uh how like what is it 20 seconds pre like for the buy phase I don't I don't know I I don't think unranked needs 20 seconds for the buy phase or 35 or whatever the fuck it is in the initial buy phase. The first buy phase of every half is fucking super long. And I've ta- like, I took to s- spending that first fucking buy phase talking about how long the buy phase was. Because what else would the... F- what, what the fuck else was I going to do? So you got a drone. Did you use your drones? Oh, I forgot to drone it out. That's what I should have been doing. Um, <laughs> no, I, uh, I, ju- I just... I, like... What the fuck are they doing? Right? Like, why is it that long? What Ranked, I guess I get it, right? Because it's a buy phase. But, holy shit, I do not... I, I, I Like, and the pulsing of the... The barrier, the spawn barrier, it's, it's not in time with the seconds. It doesn't happen once every second. So I just stand there watching it pulse and then watching the clock... And watching how out of sync they are and going slowly fucking crazy. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't like. I don't like the fucking. I don't like that you've got full silent footsteps when you walk. I do not like that. Uh, I think the map design is such that there are too many fucking, like too many cod corners is what I call them. Uh, those corners where you've got to 
clear out one side and then 180 to clear out the other side because otherwise you're going to get fucking like murdered yeah like um, angles watching like three different angles and they are, when you come around a corner and they are like full fucking yeah 180 degree turns right like you, you've got a the bomb site entry points are out of control and like i think in overwatch you can like the the way operators work in overwatch can you i can't remember i don't know the last time i played overwatch you could always just change um hero right you've got roll lock now right in in overwatch yeah so you you're stuck as a tank if you as if you like shoot as a tank but you can always like yep. change from fucking Reinhardt to Winston if your team needs someone to a giant monkey sure. to jump over and and drop a fucking dome or something, right? But if your team didn't pick any fucking like anyone with smoke, then good luck getting in on on sites, right? Yeah. Uh I guess it's similar to Rainbow in that if you didn't pick any fucking hard bridges, you kind of cooked. Right, but that resets every round. Yeah, exactly. Right? So you can always get a- away from that. But no, in this, you're, you're stuck for 70 minutes with no way to get in on site except to all bust in at the exact... Sorry if you heard yeah. all that fucking clattering. Uh, it, it's not like, oh, this strategy's not working. Let's try something else. You can't do that. You, you've got... Uh, whatever it is, 30, 20 fucking rounds playing with the same characters, trying the same strategies. Yeah. There's no room to... And I think that's going to become a problem with with even uh, with metas again. Be- because you, like, you know, if they want to go competitive and, um, and try and hit the esports community, then there's no room for, for trialing something different because everybody's going to find the thing that works and everyone's going to run the same combinations and... It's going to become stale. It's going to become. It'll be like, like even Overwatch has the the bit where you can change your characters mid match, right? But you jump on one map and it's like this is the five characters you pick or six. I don't know how many players are in Overwatch. Six. Um, but it's like this is the meta. This is what you play. There's no room for trying anything. Uh, and I think that's sort of something they've locked themselves into. Yeah, like <clears throat> it's very early to make that sort of call, but. I 100% agree. Like, I, like, at the very least, at the very least, it's a situation where there are, like, there are characters that 100% have to, have to be picked. Like, 100% have to be picked. And I think we spoke about our, like, the characters that we would always pick in Rainbow Six. Uh, like, hundred percent I want to have on a team and so if it's if nobody else has picked it I will always back in the day would always bring a thermite uh but personally now I'd always bring a habana uh maybe an ace ace does sort of fill that fucking hole um yeah but like I would always if if my team doesn't have a hard breacher I will always bring a hard breach unless I'm full-blown goofing it up as Amaru in fucking quick matches I'll always bring a hard breacher. Oh, I I happily play that role, right? Uh, Sage, I think her name is, uh, in uh, in Valorant. Valorant. Um, yeah. Is is she the one that fucking heals cunts? 
one of them heals and revives dead players, yeah, I believe. Yeah. Right? Like, I think... Yeah. Yeah. She has to be on any team. Like, she... If your team doesn't have one, your team is at a significant disadvantage. Um, Like, that's already begun. Right? I have... I heard people complaining that our team wasn't going to have a Sage yesterday. I insta-picked Raze because she was the only person I had unlocked at the time. And people were like, oh, so we're not going to have a Sage. This person who was complaining hadn't locked in a character, by the way. Uh, which I think is pretty classic uh, for that sort of situation. You know, the, oh, we, oh, so we're just not going to have a Sage? Well, I'm not going to do it. Uh, okay, why don't you, like, do some fucking self-reflection and work out why you wouldn't do it and then apply that to everyone else? Right. Fair enough. Uh, so that's, that's why, that's why we don't have a Sage. Because... In your game that has been out for... The game's been out for two days and people (laughs) want to play the new characters that they unlocked. Interesting. In, in unranked garbage mode. Um... But yeah, like competitive games will always have a sage, as far as I like, in my opinion, because what she brings to the fucking table is out of fucking control. Uh, and then there's, yeah, like I think we'll see a lot of similar stuff from other characters, as like the the Rainer chick is the one that like basically becomes fucking invincible or some shit. Uh, hmm. Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm looking at it now. Rainer, the purple chick. Uh, enemies killed by Rainer leave behind solo orbs. Instantly consume a solo orb. Rapidly healing. So she was just... She didn't have armor. She was just healing through everything we fucking did. Uh, and she she becomes intangible uh, and invisible. If... Like, once she uses her ultimate, she's, she's not... She can't be shot and she can't be fucking seen right and she can blind people like that's fucking ridiculous and meanwhile fucking my chick has a rocket that fucks her up all the time anyway yeah and you're getting flashed by a teammate <laughs> yeah or or smoked or smoked out like uh, anyway i think like valorant would be a better game if it didn't have abilities i think ba- valorant would have a fucking hope but then it'd be counter-strike yeah fuck it why not? Why does it have to be some weird fucking uh like mix between Counter-Strike and Overwatch? Why not just fucking if Valve aren't making Counter-Strike, just fucking make Counter-Strike. Right? Like if you feel there is a hole to be filled, it doesn't need to be like fucking oh, I don't know. I'm I'm I just stop myself from using a food analogy because I know people don't love them. But like shit yeah yeah like just i haven't played it (laughs) so yeah i stopped i stopped a while back they are the one thing i do like is spike rush and i wish i wish spike rush was about twice as long right spike rush was twice as long i would actually probably play quite spike rush so they i don't they mustn't have had this while you were playing but it's it's this mode where you've got 
You start each round with random weapons. There's no economy, which I think in particular to me, uh, like underlines how unbaked, underbaked the fucking economy in Valorant is. But yeah, there's no economy in Spike Rush. Uh, it's three aside. It's first of four. So you, uh, everyone has like everyone on the attacking side has a spike. Um, and you just go fucking do it. Everyone has the same weapon. There are more ultimate orbs right. spread across the map. Uh, and the ultimate orbs do different things as well. Like they provide different abilities. One ultimate orb gives you all of your ultimate immediately. Uh, another one gives you a better weapon, like upgrades your weapon. There's one that does something called like, I don't know, toxic mist or some shit. Crippling vapor or something. I don't fucking know does something uh i've never worked out what it does i think it just hurts you over time and uh yeah basically you uh you you play the the regular game but the it, like it's way faster like way faster it seems like uh round the round times might be shorter as well but basically yeah you just go out everyone's got the same weapon unless they get to one of those upgrade orbs and uh, you just see what you can do. The stakes are a lot lower, so everyone's a, like less of a fuckwit. Uh, people aren't fucking getting shitty with each other because they they don't have to spend the next fucking sixty minutes with these cunts. Like they're just fucking having fun. Uh, hmm. It's a it's a bit of a dog when you get fucking the gun everyone has is the double barrel shotgun piece of shit. But uh, right. other than that, yeah, like you just go out and see what happens um the biggest problem with it is that you can't press b i uh i had the like the semi-clever idea i unlocked a second character and i unlocked the uh the dude with a camera uh cypher i unlocked cypher he's not great uh he's not great on fucking like i guess spike rush but uh he, he is like amazing on on the regular mode um yeah he puts a camera on the wall he puts a smoke down that isn't a smoke it's some sort of i don't know electric smoke i don't fucking know he puts these trip mines down which are fucking amazing uh <coughs> jung jung used it like jung took him both games yesterday and i feel like jung wasn't using them very well uh i'm gonna i'm gonna put junglist on blast here i don't think junglist was using cypher very well junglist is you know a counter-strike old school guy and i feel like he meant he was ignoring his abilities but what i was doing what i do when i have to play a cypher because someone's taken rays before me and they've also taken um fucking grenade launcher guy um is i i go and i put my my traps down mm. uh, all around the map like i do it at the fucking start right like i will start off a map uh i'll go to b site and i'll put my camera up on the wall angle it so that i've got like passive fucking information immediately because uh the camera is, the camera is only active when you use it but it provides line of sight at any old fucking time. Uh, so yeah, I'll put the camera up on the wall and I put fucking little traps down. 
And then uh, yeah. I'll fucking I'll fuck off to the other fucking site. And uh, as soon as I see any action, I'll just fucking rotate back. And it works fucking really well. I am... I, I would like... I'd love to see my uh, my stats. I reckon I have won 90% of my fucking Spike Rush games. Uh, and I've been like MVP in most of them. And I would say I have won 10% of my regular games. And I have been tilted in all of them. Uh... Like I just I just lose my shit, man. Yeah. Uh the one actually I did have one really good game uh of regular Valorant. Uh and and it was really weird. Uh everyone sort of came together. Like we had a middling defense start. Uh I think we were even Stevens by the time uh, by the half. And then we went on attack and nobody's like, everyone was just sort of fucking doing whatever. And we dropped to, I think it was like nine to six. Uh, and like, so they were up nine. Uh, we were down at six. And uh, yeah, like fucking, we're, we're just like doing whatever. And we did like, we made another run that just didn't work. Uh, and I'm like, guys, we're going to fucking stick together. And in the typed chat came like, uh, came up, well, where do you want us to go? And so I just fucking started like leading. I just started like in-game leading this team and they did what I said. Um, we, we lost one more round, uh, when I tried some goofy shit uh, but we won every other fucking round. And it went really fucking well. And hmm. that felt that felt pretty cool. Like I could I could see enjoying Valorant. But like I could also like all I all I got out of that, right, was that I I don't know, I like being in charge of shit. I guess I'm just a bossy cunt. But uh, no, what I got out of that was the same as what I would have gotten out of fucking playing Counter-Strike, right? Like, it's not like what happened was unique to Valorant. It was mm -hmm. just the satisfaction of a team coming together and doing their fucking, playing their roles correctly and doing stuff right. And that, like, whether that's in Valorant or Counter-Strike or Rainbow Six, like, that, that can happen in any of those locations. The only difference is... In Valorant, it takes 70... Like, if it if it's not going to happen, you're stuck with them for 70 fucking more minutes. And in Rainbow Six, it, at least it's over in fucking 25. You know, like... Right. That's the thing. Uh, that's the that's the big deal, in my opinion. Like, the, the stakes are dramatically different. In Valorant, the stakes are extremely high, and I think it leads to a significant amount of toxicity. Uh... And that's saying something because Rainbow Six gets pretty fucking toxic sometimes, but I still feel like I was deliberately dicked on more in Valorant in the fucking two days that I played it than, like, I generally am in Rainbow Six. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know. I've un oh, yeah, like I said, I uninstalled it. Um, I think, like... I just don't I just don't see who it's for honestly
Uh, I didn't really go into the the silent stepping thing, but it just it rewards it rewards corner camping too much, and I just don't like that. Um, it yeah, like the the move sets of the operators they don't seem terribly well thought out like they're they're fairly indistinct they a lot of them look pretty fucking similar uh just different colors yeah like like slightly different colors or like and and so it's like that's that doesn't really help and then you just don't know how they they even as a player playing them you don't know how they work properly i remember playing as uh viper she's the chick that throws down the um does a lot of poison moves yeah 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 She's got one, it's called Toxic Screen, and she's able to put like a line of gadgets down mm. and then you can leave that area and activate the ability and you've got like a, a, a meter that starts off at like 100% and whenever you use this Toxic Screen to enable it, it slowly drains the meter, but it stops people from going through this screen right. or get damaged. But the thing is, when you put this, this gadget down, as a player, I don't know if my crosshair where I'm aiming is where it's going to land or like, is it going to go from me outwards or is it going from where my crosshair is towards me? And then how far is that line supposed to be? And so I found myself getting to a doorway and being like, I don't know where I'm supposed to aim. Like, do I aim in the middle or do I aim at my feet? Do I aim at the end? And so I'd end up putting it down somewhere and it wouldn't block the entire doorway. Like you'd have a smidging where it's like someone could squeeze through. Just yeah. like basic stuff like that where giving the player more information like what these, how you're supposed to deploy these abilities, right? Yeah. Or or like what they're supposed to do. And it's not like I can pick it up and then redeploy it. Um, and then like, oh, I don't know, can they be destroyed? I've like, if I shoot at them, nothing seems to happen. Maybe it's changed since then, but just, it's just like play, giving players information on how this stuff works just seems to be something they haven't, thought about as much they just kind of it just seems like it's really been quickly pushed out yeah out there i remember when it first launched um they first launched and i was talking to you about like i don't like the look of the abilities and you're like no nah, that, that'll change in early alpha yeah but that's how the abilities look now <laughs> that they yeah. all look the same they're just different colors oh 100 i like yeah i like that I, I was thinking they had to change because this they're obviously going to make this an esport, right? Like they're going to fucking they're going to force this an esport, like it's fucking Overwatch type shit. Like they're they're going yeah. in, right? And people are going to fucking support it because I don't know. Riot has a halfway decent track record with uh with esports and stuff. Um, and a very dedicated fan base. Yes. Uh but holy shit, man! I don't know. I don't. I don't know how they're going to fucking how they're going to make this look good like uh it's it's going to look like a comprehensible like looking at it on a screen and getting someone that doesn't know anything about it like and i'm just trying to imagine a game of counter strike <laughs> that that typical counter strike view that they do the top down view when they're trying to get all of a, a bomb site in trying to imagine that yeah. with like a fucking green wall green stripe going one way and some fucking fire stripe curving off in fucking another direction or something and like fucking there's a eye and you're trying to convey that everyone who's looking at the eye is fucking blind or something and they're a purple fucking 
smoke domes and grey ones and blue grey ones and there's a green one and fucking beep, 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 like fucking everywhere and it's like yeah it's like a skittles there you go there's uh, your, <laughs> there's your it's like a plate of skittles a plate of skittles meanwhile counter-strike is spaghetti and you get those mm. skittles and you dump them yeah in the spaghetti um <laughs> anyway yeah uh if like if you're having fun with it I, like more power to you i'd just love to know what you see what you're getting out of it that you can't get out of Rainbow Six or or Counter Strike, you know, like I just don't, I just don't see it personally. Um, do you know what? If you're playing with a full team, this is something Junglus was saying. Junglus was like, you know, this wouldn't be a problem if we had a full team, and oh uh, yeah, but then I'd have to have a full team, you know, like. That's the thing, right? If the only way I'm going to have fun in this game is getting a full team together, then it's pretty mm. pointless, right? Like, yeah. When, oh, okay, well, two of us online, so let's go play Warzone duos or duos in trios. Or there's three of us, let's go play trios. Oh, there's four of us, let's go play quads. Oh, there's five of us. Oh, we've got a Valorant team, let's switch games. And shooting yeah. models and entire fucking heads head spaces and we'll go play uh Valorant, I guess. Like Yeah. It just doesn't it doesn't really work for me. Well you play the the standard five versus five, right? And you come up to those issues that I talked about when I first played it. If if you're not in a stack and you get players that aren't hundred percent committed, you get 40 minutes into this game and then they just they just bail and they leave and then all of a sudden it's now four versus five and then someone else bails and it's three versus five and you're like, well, I've just wasted 45 minutes of this game, basically. Cool, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've had multiple games. We had one game where fucking, uh, there's only two of us left and uh, we, like, fucking, at the end of every round, like... Because I, I had to all chat to tell them that they were AFK in, in our uh, base uh, right, yeah. when they first went AFK. They get like they just get deleted afterwards. But uh, like as soon as it was down to two, every time they would, like, we still won rounds, which was amazing. Uh, but we were getting extra econ, and uh, you get like uh, an ultimate orb wherever they are. Uh, they were going to spawn. So you get like two extra, uh, three extra ultimate orbs. All right. Okay. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like by the end of the game, the, like the other team was like teabagging. They were like teabagging and like fucking just being mad dickheads on us. I, like meanwhile mm. in rainbow six, when I've been the last person alive, like, the other team will be like, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna use knives only," uh, and stuff like that. Like they'll be like, "Oh, we yeah, we're going knives only. We'll see you. In, we'll see you in the fucking kitchen." And uh, like, and then you go into the kitchen, and they'll like knife you one at a time, and like they're still heinously lopsided. But at least they're like they're still having fun, and we're, I'm still having fun, and we're just having a goof. But these guys are like 
still going 100% sweaty. Uh, <laughs> and, like, we're still winning rounds on them, which I think is why they started teabagging, because we still managed to fucking, like, get a couple of rounds off them. Mm. Like, I think they were fucking embarrassed. And, uh, and yeah, they're still going 100% sweaty. They're doing their fucking best. Uh, the worst part was, like, we were fucking way up as well. We were so far up on this fucking other team. Anyway. And, yeah, players just started leaving. And, like, yeah. we just had to fucking... Cool, I guess. Well, this is just... Um, this is us for the next 60 minutes. We could have just fucking left, I guess, but then we get a, a lever penalty and we wouldn't get any XP for that fucking round. And, like, they've, they've just trapped you, right? Like, it's fucking dumb. Mm. <sighs> anyway. Yeah. Anyway. All right. That's Valorant. Mm. <laughs> Let us know what you think. Yes. Um. Yeah, I'm probably done with it as well. If no one else is playing, it looks like none of our crew is going to be playing this one. So no. I, and I don't know how well that'd work with 200 ping, 250 ping, whatever. Maybe not as. Uh, as good. That might not even let you in. Yeah. All right. Should we move on? Yep. You've got a lot lot here um i might quickly talk about man eater which oh, yeah. you played last week you talked about it mm-hmm. um i ended up picking up a copy uh, on the the cheap through the epic game store who are still doing their um uh their mega sale i think they're calling it so you can pick up games and they give you a coupon and you get a bit of a discount um it doesn't matter how many times you you buy a game it just kind of takes 10 15 dollars off every time you you buy one um so yeah i thought i'd check out man i didn't have much else to play and um yeah i, I had fun with it um one of the complaint or two of the complaints you had last week was something that we talked about in the patch notes which was um camera issues with the first two sort of sharks you play as a shark in this game it's a shark shark pg mm. shark shark rpg something like that yep. um and you start off as like a baby shark and you you start growing up uh, and you had issues with the camera on the first two uh, stages of that bean shark in the swamp area, right? Um, in patch notes said they made changes to that. I didn't have any issues navigating right. that area. Um, I think you said you were having problems where the camera kept going like above the water um, yeah. and you couldn't like see below it. Uh, I, n- I never had that issue at all. So I think they, they ended up fixing that in that uh, day zero patch, whatever it was. Um, so that was all fine. Uh, what was the other problem you had that I think they fixed? I can't even remember anymore. But I think there was two that we were talked about last week that they seemed to have addressed. Oh, the one where you could sort of um, look at enemy predator or hunters and uh get sort of a a gauge of what their boundaries were um so like go and attack them and sort of kite them out um i don't think i saw that as much they seem to chase me but i would be quick enough where i could eventually just get away from them um so maybe they they changed that as well but anyway i I didn't have any issues with that otherwise like it's a for what it is i think it's a a pretty fun game Mm. I think it's maybe a tad too expensive for what they're sort of charging for because it's a, it's nearly a full price game. It's maybe ten to twenty dollars shy of a full price game. Uh, so I think the 
the like $30 US, uh, $50 Australian sort of mark, $40 Australian mark, it would be a good spot for where this is. Because mm. uh, like some of the core gameplay loops uh, are pretty fun. Um, and I was quite surprised at how much fun I was having. Like it is very repetitive. It's got that, that um, like Assassin's Creed vibe where you, you do one thing and you go to the next area and it's kind of like the same sort of five or six things that you're doing over and over again. It's just in a new area. They don't really introduce any new mechanics as you progress further and further into these new biomes. Um, but, but the ones they had in there I thought were really well done. Um, and I was having some fun with that. It's, you know, it's not taking itself seriously at all. There's missions where you're like out of the water for a decent period chunk of time trying to complete those missions um so like as as a first attempt i feel like you know it was a pretty good job that they did i can see like areas where they could definitely improve um but for like a stupid dumb game i was still enjoying myself Hmm. um despite it sort of being super repetitive because i you know, I did play it for a couple of hours and then I'd go do something else. And then, you know, when I had another couple of hours free, I'd jump in and do like two or three more um, areas and then just sort of keep going that way. Um, there, there's definitely some issues with like uh, scalability. I feel like the difficulty spike from sort of like the beginning of the game in the swamp area it feels a bit challenging there, but once I sort of got out to like the third area, it felt like I was way too overpowered. Um, and maybe that's kind of how you want to feel in this game. Like I didn't struggle at all. Yeah. Um, getting like doing anything from then on uh, up until the final moments of the game where the one I think you were complaining about of you sort of come up to this enemy and it's 10 levels higher than what you you are. But you can't get any higher level. 30. 30 levels. Well, oh, no, it? 15. The Orc is 45. The Moby Dick is 60. Right, yeah, yeah. Level. But I'm saying like once you get to that yeah. sort of end area, like you're like, oh, I can't really do much here. Um, and like just weird scaling in terms of what's going on there. Um, but otherwise, like it sort of behaves like a really weird shark power fantasy thing where you're just destroying everything without any problems. Yep. Um, and you're like jumping up in the land, chomping humans and that sort of stuff. So, yeah. Um, like I had fun with it. I, I definitely see that it's got a lot of problems, but I enjoyed what I was playing. Um, and I, I think it's a really cool starting point for them for like a base game. Like it's got really good character in terms of um, like the environments, the storytelling that it does, like it looks like each each area you're going to has a distinct different feel for the most part. Um, you know, from the swampland you get into to later on when you're in a bit more open area in sort of like the beaches and that sort of thing. Like it, it all feels a little bit different. Uh, and then finding like the little uh, caches and the road signs that sort of give you a bit more detail about this world. They throw a bit of humor in there. Like it feels like something that's um, it's been thought of, uh, put some thought into it. So I enjoyed a bunch of that stuff. Um, but yeah, it, it's, I think it's a really good jumping off point. I just wish there was more like to it, like some variety in there. Cause I think the four or five things that it kind of has you do are fun at the start of the game, but then it just comes really 
repetitive and stale by the end and uh, doesn't really do much in terms of difficulty because it just I feel like I'm just a walk in the park by that stage. It's like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to do these three quests at the same time because I may as well. Yeah. Um, like it gives you a list of things to progress story-wise you need to do. And so I would get my my apex level up really high. So I'd have humans hunting me while I'm doing a mission on the land. Like I could do like three things at once and just knock all them out, which just wasn't challenging at all. But yeah, I still, I still enjoyed it. I think it's a... Um, interesting start like it felt like it was taking risks at least like we haven't seen anything like that before and if surprisingly i uh i don't like underwater games i would say my favorite underwater game is probably subnautica off the top of my head this like um, uh yeah i would say my favorite uh like platformer featuring plumbers is mario like fucking yeah it's the best <laughs> of course your favorite underwater game is the best underwater game, you fucking lunatic. How many other... Yeah. Like, there's not that many other underwater games, really, to be honest. No, I mean, there's not a lot, but even when you look at uh, just normal games where they're like, here's the water level, I'm like, this is going to be the worst part of the game because nobody true. likes fucking water levels. True. Um, I think they did a good job here. Like, I, the swimming feels really good. Um like the shark movements, I think are really well done. Like the animations of it when you get up on a pier and this giant shark is like flopping around looks really well done. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm curious to see if they decide to make a sequel and like what what that sequel looks like. Like would they just go for the same thing again, or would they try and build on it and add some more features and? tighten it up a bit because uh like i'd be interested to see that but if they just spewed out the same thing over and over again i uh, i wouldn't care for it but yeah bit disappointed but i still had fun with it for what it was so that's man eater yeah i mean i think that <sighs> sort of sums it up really uh bit disappointing but uh i had fun with it for what it was yes yeah. yeah is that game to a team yeah. All right. Let's do the last of what us. What else do we Right now? Right now. Because I can't say much. <laughs> I can't say okay. much at all. Um, I think we will be able to talk about it in full for next week's podcast. Um, in full being spoiler free, obviously. Uh, but... Um, there, I, I don't know if uh, you saw, but there were a bunch of previews that went out uh, over the last week, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, they 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 all talk about the same fucking same sequence, basically a longer sequence, but uh, the same sequence that was showcased in that state of play uh, video, the the un untouched eighteen or so minutes that they showed. Um, the one last week yeah yeah they're all talking about the same thing that's like uh as as part of uh that's what we're allowed to preview uh mm -hmm. from the last of us two and uh so uh that's all we're allowed to speak about and we're not like the 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 fucking nda i don't even know if i'm allowed to speak in depth about the nda but like it's fucking it goes in on on what it's like when 
Uh-huh. <clears throat> when Ellie says blank, until Ellie says blah, and nothing outside of that. And uh and it's like this this like this is what you're allowed to speak about, this blah 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 blah. You can't speak about this, can't speak about this, nothing from before this, nothing from after, blah 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 blah. Anyway. Um seeing how you can watch that portion yourself. Uh, I, I figured I'd keep it pretty broad and pretty quick, but I've been playing it. Um, and apart from the fact that I, f I feel like they're doing, I'm, I'm going to check out, I might try some fucking like aim assist options. Uh, but like leaving it on default settings, um, uh, I, I feel like it's got that traditional naughty dog shooting that I've never really liked, uh, that I find really like, they've got this, uh, aim acceleration that I've never really been able to get used to. Um, so, uh, I'm going to try out. Yeah. See if some auto aim or aim assist or whatever will help rectify that situation, but it has made thus far, uh, um, in the portion that I might speak about, um, shooting significantly more challenging, um but uh otherwise yeah like uh people are gonna be fucking blown away by this game uh people who are hanging out for it are uh, from what i've played um and what i'm allowed to speak about um gonna be very happy with what they're putting together because it is one of the I I think I've been pretty upfront. I wasn't like a giant fan of The Last of Us One, uh, mostly because I'm you know old Jobo gameplay first, narrative second. Um, unless they are beautifully intertwined, um, and uh, I didn't think The Last of Us. I thought the last the gameplay in The Last of Us was a bit um, repetitive, I guess and immersion breaking uh and mm -hmm. so i think it took away a little from the narrative in my opinion uh but it feels like they've um i mean you can see it just go watch that 18 minute uncut thing you can see how much they've improved the gameplay elements of this game uh and uh, how um how different was your playthrough from what they showed to what you experienced uh, I actually think that because I'd seen them do it, I, um, you did it the I same followed way. it the same fucking, yeah, I'm like, well, that works. Uh, because, because, like, it's, it's still a game about scavenging and fucking, uh, they're actually, they, I think that, I'm pretty sure they miss a couple of things. Uh, it's, it's a game about scavenging and looking for everything and like because you can use everything that you find um you're very heavily incentivized to to try to find everything you can and uh so yeah i think that they definitely missed a couple of things but most of the time i'm like oh yeah i, I remember yeah i probably would have i probably i think i probably would have followed a pretty similar path anyway but hmm. uh yeah uh i did there's that one bit where uh, they get jumped um, that I 
was very well prepared for at the very least <laughs> um which i guess is why you don't want anything spoiled in games like this but um yeah uh it's worth hanging out for i think um yeah i think I are, are you allowed to say like how far into the game that demo was that they showed no oh i don't know probably not Maybe. that's all right let me have a quick i'll have a quick quick squiz uh yeah i mean i think what would be interesting to see like how much different like people can sort of play that one area if you can go out and uh just do it like super stealthy and get to that part where like she shuts the door um without people noticing or like will it always be you trying to escape all these um enemies as they're coming for you i yeah get the feeling well the reason i didn't go full stealth is i kind of want to kill everyone i can Mm. uh except in the situations where you absolutely have to run like there are uh uh yeah i kind of want to kill everyone i can um and yeah 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 fair enough so uh next week you're saying we can talk about it more yes cool yes i'm so worried about how that embargo works like it is so uh yeah there's there's so much the there's so much written about it i've yeah i'm so worried that i fucking i've missed something or something that's right no one no one listens to this anyway that's it <laughs> um but yeah anyway uh let's move on okay um uh bioshock i mean playing uh played played through bioshock infinite uh, this week because why not um i'm still like playing replaying through games i've liked in the past so i blasted through this one in like two sessions i think two sittings so it's not a super super long game it's like 12 hours or something like that um when did that come out was it 2013 i'm just checking yeah 2013 march 2013 so it's been like seven years over seven years since that was released um it surprised me, I guess, in terms of some of the things that game does, like the uh, the combat and maneuverability with the sky rails. Yeah, is still something that I haven't really. I don't think we've seen other games come maybe as close to that in a first person shooter. At least maybe like Titanfall, in terms of like the movement and how fast things are. But uh, what makes it interesting is that you have these fairly large areas you can zip around in um and go from like one place to the other quite quickly and it just feels unlike anything that we sort of see these days in terms of its movement and then on top of that just remembering the ai sort of companion with elizabeth and the way that 
she is able to help you as a character. Hmm. Uh, stuff that I didn't remember her doing. And I don't know if that was patched in or I just do not remember it. But like pointing out enemies and marking enemies for you. Um, Pretty sure she did that. Being like, there's a sniper up here. Or this is where a, um, a rocket character is. Or there's a handyman. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so stuff like that. And then obviously the, the things she would do like during the fights, which... I found I still find really interesting is the hey here's ammo or here's a weapon um or here's your salts to get your uh you know replenish your your abilities I like at no stage during any of these fights that I feel like I'm out of ammo or like I need to go scavenge for stuff it just it was always whenever I felt like man I'm running pretty low um she would be like hey do you want some ammo and be like yes please and then all of a sudden I'd have another you know 40 bullets ready to go yeah uh, and it did like last me through that fight just really well done like i there's a couple of times where she's like i don't have anything and you're like damn it all right time to switch weapons or try something try something else but just sort of the balance that they they got was really well done i never felt like i was struggling or um had too much ammo it was just really really fine balance uh, so that stuff is really well done i think the uh there's some some stuff in there they could have tightened up a little bit in terms of there's a point where you get into like a hub area. It's pretty linear for the most part, that game. You can definitely go do side missions and, and a bit of exploration, but uh, there's not really a way where you can sort of go off track and be like a little bit lost until you get to uh, sort of the last quarter of the game and you're in this quite large hub. Um, and it's the part where you're looking for um, Lady Comstock and she's like a ghost <laughs> right um, yep. and that particular area opens up quite a bit like it's a giant air- area and you are navigating that for the most part being like hey go from point a to point b but you can then start exploring and um get into areas you're not really supposed to be in yet and that can become a problem like if you've played the entire game of being like going from point a to point b and then you get to this giant part and you're like all right well i'm gonna go do some walking and you don't really find much is happening there like you you can go and explore and you'll get to a den and i'm like okay there's nothing much here so you go back and then later on you end up coming back there because the actual game is like telling you you need to go to this spot so i think there's a bit of uh there could have been some better like sign posting in terms of where you should be going um and don't really explore that area as much as you should uh, and i don't know if that's a that's a part of me just wanting to 100 it or like go and look at areas that i haven't been before or if it was just a game maybe shouldn't have been so linear and then throwing you into a giant area and being like you can explore this but you probably shouldn't yeah. because we don't really need you to so that could have been tightened up a little bit uh but for the most part, yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with it. That the story in that game is is really good, um, and I would be very interested to see like what they do next because we know they're making another Bioshock game. Like, do they play it safe? And they uh, is it a is it a Bioshock uh, Rapture sequel? Is it a Columbia sequel, or is it a prequel to one of those two, or is it something completely? different is it a new bioshock idea i think it's got to be I, I think it's i think we can go back to rapture yeah that's i think that's the safe bet right yeah for them yep. is to go back to rapture and and maybe you're playing 
before the downfall or something like that of Rapture. Uh, or, you know, I don't know, maybe you come back after all the events of, of one. Um, but I would, I would definitely like to see them go do something else. Yeah, I think that'd be more interesting. Just, but I think it'd be more interesting. But in terms of them playing the safe bet, they would probably do Rapture. Yeah, uh, it's it's pretty tricky because you know the the driving force behind it isn't there anymore as well. So yeah, yeah, the main. I mean, we don't know who's working like as the lead writer or anything like that yet as far as i know um but anyway we'll see how that goes i had a lot of fun with that obviously the bioshock uh collection just got released somewhere as well on nintendo i think so people can play it on nintendo switch if they want to uh but i played it on uh pc some still underlying issues with like not being able to play that game at high resolutions because uh i played at 1440p and there's moments in that game where you get um like new abilities or new new um uh things you can sort of do in the world and it'll run like a tutorial on the screen it's like this old-timey quick 15 second movie clip and that doesn't get scaled so if you're playing at 1440p it's this tiny box in the middle of the screen i don't know what it looks like in 4k but it's probably you probably can't see anything because the box was so small same goes for the menus system as well if you open up the menu uh it's in the same sort of box it's it's maybe i don't know it's less than a quarter of my screen <laughs> so like just in the middle and i'm like what the fuck like can i i got a pretty good eyesight and uh <laughs> Even the text as well, man. Like the um, your HUD is extremely small. Just boosting that up. So uh, hopefully they, you know, I wish they would have patched that or done something a bit better. But otherwise, it still plays well. Still looks great. Um, it's a very good game. So it's Bioshock. I'm sort of working my way back through this generation's <laughs> top games at this stage. So yeah. And sticking with 2K for some reason. Why are all the 2K games? Red uh, Dead, Bioshock. Was it? Huh? Oh, uh, Red Dead I've been huh? playing for a while. Huh? Start of the year. The world wants to know. Yeah, take two games. Yep. Um, no, I think the, the next one's on my list, which I started uh, God of War. And oh, then yeah. I'm thinking Spider-Man as well after that. Why? It's just gonna, it's going to come out on PS5. Wait for it to come out on PS5. You don't want to have to play it again on PS5. Are they going to do yeah. Spider-Man One on PS5 so you can see see the the power, witness the power? Oh. Yeah. All right, we'll see. Hmm. We will. Um, uh, Monster Train. Just quickly. Yep. Still playing Monster Train. Yep. I uh, won a game before we started recording. A purple. Blue purple deck. Um, so wax and uh, what are the colors? <clears throat> it was wax and reform. Um, maybe reform is the. Reform is I don't both. know what the same. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway, those two colors. Let's play with them. Basically, you just like sticking a lot of uh, units at the front 
and on the back line you have like every time someone dies plus one plus three and oh yeah yeah it just gets super beefy so doing a lot of that but haven't played too much in terms of um like the covenant system i was kind of just working my way through each deck like all the different colors right to get a grasp on if i should if i can win a game yeah so yeah still still enjoying that and uh, it made me play one game of underlords dota underlords oh, yeah. just quickly i jumped in and played some some uh knockout for yeah. a couple of rounds and yeah that was fun i just the thing with underlords is they've changed their three-star system like some heroes or maybe all heroes get uh like extra abilities now as well right okay and so i was like oh shit i've got to go re-up on all this but yeah i was cool. playing them looking for quick card games that i could jump in and play while i'm um while i'm uh listening to podcasts man eater was a was a uh, podcast game where oh. i could listen to a podcast and chomp just yeah chomp fish yep. <laughs> so yeah anyway monster train i think the rest are yours oh no we got uh warzone still yeah do you want to do, do, do these three all right let's do these three betrayal legacy i finished betrayal legacy on the weekend uh finished yep. the campaign um so now i'm looking for a new board game to play uh that is sort of along the same lines uh so if anyone has any suggestions uh i'll happily take them i'm gonna look into acquiring a copy of that detective game that you were talking about a little while ago right. uh because yeah it feels like it would probably work for that group um and yeah you seem pretty positive on it so uh yeah, I give that a, a squiz. Um, that's my first port of call. Um, someone told me, someone said Minions, Max vs. Minions, which is the League of Legends game, uh, has a co-op campaign uh, and is, is quite good. Um, so I might check that out as well. Um, I just, yeah, any, any other ideas? Uh, I'm well open to checking it out um my dream is is another legacy game that is a campaign game uh that has a like a story driven campaign a la betrayal legacy and have you checked first, out like board game geek of see course. what the top rated of course of course yeah. uh but um not it hasn't been all that helpful um because I guess what they like in games, Board Game Geek is at the end of the day for Board Game Geeks and... <laughs> yeah, hardcore. Yeah, super hardcore. So they would suggest, their suggestion would be Gloomhaven, which fits the uh, the bill, uh, except for the part where I don't want a game that kicks you in the fucking crotch as many times as it can. Uh, and Gloomhaven absolutely kicks you in the crotch as many times as it can. So... Uh, Maybe not Gloomhaven, but um, yeah. Looking for something new. The end of like the the wrap of the campaign. Uh, I don't know. There's there's a lot to love about Betrayal Legacy. I think it might be the best board game I've played. Uh, there are definitely some issues and uh, there are some problems that um, I think could be rectified either via a very robust FAQ or uh, a reprint, um, but. Mm. Yeah, like I, I don't know. Like if if it was a video game, it would be patched and fixed. But uh, that's not how board games work, unfortunately. Um, it's uh, 
Yeah, it just wound up being very good. We, uh, I, I thought it was very clever. The way it worked out, um, you, you, there's a betrayer in the final uh, story mission. And uh, the way it works it out is sort of, you sh- probably should have been able to see it coming from fucking ages ago. Uh, and then when it happens, you're like, yeah, fair enough. That makes sense. Uh, I very narrowly dodged being the betrayer myself and uh and upon reflection i should have seen it coming honestly um yeah there's like there's a bit of there's a bit of luck i mean at the end of the day it's a it's a dice based game so there's there's luck involved and um a few unlucky rolls meant that i thought we were destined to lose and then one or oh, two very lucky rolls uh one after another saw us able to uh inevitably win uh against the odds um we just barely like we were literally one turn away from losing like f- ultimate loss um it's it's rough like the the end of that game is fucking tough um hmm. and if it's a i don't think you're supposed to win necessarily um because you know it is a horror game uh but it, it was nice that like i'm glad we did uh and now yeah the board works as a copy of betrayal at house on haunted hill or whatever the fuck it's called um fast for the rest of time basically um we can play betrayal whenever we want um it's got all these like other haunts and it tells you how to play them and all this kind of stuff um yep we've got like because we won we've got a couple of better cards in the deck that we then we would have otherwise um there are a bunch of change mechanics and all this kind of stuff uh the amount of stuff you've got to destroy when it ends is crazy um but it sort of creates this sense of finality that i really enjoyed and yeah at the end of the day yeah betrayal legacy probably the best board game i've ever played um and then there is also on the list <coughs> simpsons code names uh which is code names uh the you put 25 cards down one person has to like uh guide the other person to the right mm-hmm. cards uh but it's with simpsons character oh simpsons like i don't know pictures from simpson the simpsons uh and uh holy fuck is it it's difficult it is so fucking difficult uh i th- i get the feeling we were playing hard mode we were like you can't say anything that's in the fucking picture because that's obviously cheating. Uh, we've never played picture code names before. Apparently, you're allowed to say what's in the picture in picture code names. Right. Uh, get the fuck out of here. Not playing that way. Uh, so instead, uh, like we're going like uh, I had, like two pictures of Ralphie, uh, Ralph Wiggum, and I'm like, um, you're only allowed to say one word. So I'm like, uh, sweetheart. You know, like, uh, Ralphie, get off the stage, sweetheart. Uh, I figured that'd, that'd probably drive him in the right direction. Um, cause, uh, 
I couldn't say, you know, uh, my cat's breath sm- smells like cat food, or like the like a lot of Ralphie references are pretty pretty much fucking, you know, uh, multiple words, you know, phrases. You know, I'd say phrases. You mm-hmm. just have one word. So yeah, I thought sweetheart would work. Um, it didn't. It absolutely didn't. Uh, so that cooked me. Um, I had one with, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Ralph's mum. Um, Sarah Wiggum. Uh, so one with her and there was, um, and Manjula. Uh, mm-hmm. and uh, so I'm like uh, popping fresh right because I'm like uh, you know when basically just doing Simpsons references and all of these references were lost on everyone except for my wife so yeah uh, it's a fuck tough game um, so yeah I don't know check that out if you love tough Simpsons games I think it'd work okay remember do you remember playing Simpsons seen it with Heath, and then you guys banned you and TJ, uh, your wife banned Simpsons Seen It because me, Heath, and my wife fucking blitzed you cunts at it. It was fucking hilarious, Maybe. hilarious. It was uh, world class. It was it was some shit. The Simpsons were the truly the shield uh, of uh, of Seen It games because I was able to win with it whenever it was cracked out. And you uh, lost hilariously. Anyway, uh, it was like that. Anyway, that's it. That's the uh, that's the old Simpsons codenames. And finally, you didn't bust out the um, the adult version. Wasn't there an adult version of codenames that they made? I don't have that. I've got two versions codenames Simpsons and regular and uh yeah but they've got like they franchise that shit they went fucking wide with it um alright so uh next up we got Wildfire so I've been playing some more Wildfire this uh game from uh Sneaky Bastards uh and our mate Dan um so I like we hadn't I hadn't played all that much of it uh, last week, uh, I hadn't gotten that far in. Uh, I was literally at the level before the game, like super winds up and uh, and expands significantly and gives you a lot more powers and uh, yeah, which was I guess a, a little bit weird. Um, so yeah, I like last last week quite a shallow fucking uh, description of it. Because uh, we just didn't know all that much about it, uh, or didn't know exactly how deep it went. Uh, but it, yeah, it super expands up, um, and you start to get more powers. You you can uh, embrace water, you can embrace grass, uh, and that really opens the uh, like the way that you can approach different levels. You can like create vines to climb up on, or you can create bubbles to uh, float in you can throw water into people's faces to knock them out um uh you can like create ice to walk across water as opposed to uh falling underneath it uh, and use that to trap i you know use it to trap fucking soldiers under the water and drown them like a fucking psychopath 
Um, like, yeah, it really fucking, it blows out significantly. And the levels get a lot bigger as well. And uh, I've also, like, gotten to a point where I'm getting, like, a, a bit more experience with the game and, and, like, starting to get a bit of a better, like, I guess the idea of it being a stealth-based puzzle platformer. Uh, it is still that, but the, I guess, early on in the game, the ways you can solve those puzzles are pretty rigid. But now there are a lot, like the the way you can solve puzzles is pretty fucking broad. And I just, hmm. I don't know, man. I feel like, I feel like that in particular is a bit of a mistake because it feels like, you know, burying the lead, you know, like uh, it feels like it takes, in my opinion, a little bit too long to get to the point where you see the proper potential like i enjoy the game as a fairly linear puzzle solving platformer self-based puzzle puzzle platformer or whatever the fuck we want to call it i enjoyed it uh but i wasn't like i wasn't really seeing uh I, i thought it was very good it just wasn't blowing me away now uh i'm starting to fucking i'm being wowed by the I guess breadth of it. I think I can go back and take the powers that I've got. I I haven't done it. I'm still playing through the campaign, but I think I can go back and take those powers and do earlier levels. And I'm I'm very interested to see how that plays out once I've finished the the main path. You know, like uh, how those levels stand up against the combination of meteorite shards I've got and the powers that I've got and the way that I combine those things. Uh, to really, you know, like, see how hard I can break those levels. And I think that's the power that Wildfire has, is, uh, yeah, it was a, it was an interesting game. I thought it was perhaps a bit of a compromise of his uh, his initial vision. Uh, the early, like, I think, yeah, the early portion of that game feels like a bit of a compromise of... of I guess the state of vision of wildfire. And then when it expands out, uh, you get to really see it. I just think it spends too long. I think there, there is a lot of, um, uh, a lot of wildfire that might have been tightened up, uh, with some robust play testing. Uh, but obviously being an indie game, it's hard to get, playtesters on board even you know kickstarter backers aren't obliged to send in beta feedback or anything like that Mm. and you'd be crazy if you listened to like the one or two kickstarter backers who did send in hey uh i think you want to fucking drop a couple of levels from the start because you take too long to get to the fucking meat of the game um You'd be crazy to listen to that unless unless they were literally me, uh, the greatest games critic in the world, uh, because obviously you would listen to me. But like, yeah, you can't can't be sure that everyone's gonna be as as good as old Jobo. Um, what the fuck? Um, yeah. So I don't know. I just think it takes like you've got to you got to stick with the game being not what 
being like good it's just not what it's supposed to be for a little while and then it becomes what it's supposed to be and you're like oh i get it now that said like there's still some goose there's like i remember i can't remember where i saw this but i remember it might have been one of those like um it might be a twitter thread or it might be like uh danny otway or uh what's his what's his video series called whatever the fuck no clip no clip it might be a no clip it might be a gdc talk i'm not sure where the fuck i saw this but i remember seeing uh about um like people talking about how they're uh making concessions for impreciseness from players like Mm -hmm. uh where they're like they land uh maybe one square off uh a a ledge like one one pixel off instead of making them fall to their deaths they make it so they live so there's sort of like a wily coyote ledge that is invisible Mm -hmm. that you can land on but you can also plummet through and 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 the way that that interacts is different from the rest of the world and uh but those sorts of things like accounting for players uh imprecision is such a um critical element in making a game feel good to play as opposed to you know being absolutely precise uh isn't the best thing for your game i wonder if wildfire sometimes goes a little too far uh maybe some of those elements like i I don't know i play i've I've been playing with a degree of preciseness that sometimes gets me fucked because of those measures those like elements like uh i'm specifically thinking of one where i tried to jump um and like my aim was to land just short of a ledge because if you like if you land on the ground from a great height you take fall damage uh but if you land and grab a ledge you don't take fall damage and i don't know if that's in purpose if i'm exploiting some sort of quirk in the uh in the game's code uh but i use the i fucking i use it so much uh to to get from high places um and uh yeah there was this one sequence where i kept i was certain i was 100 percent certain i was landing in a way that would have me just short of the ledge but i kept for some reason landing on the ledge and taking the damage and i was it was driving me fucking nuts uh so there's that and then there's the fucking opposite the direct opposite where like uh the game will fucking it's so so punishing in resource management like there's this one part where you got to get across like this fucking i don't know giant platform with spikes like this giant fucking platform with spikes as far as i can tell the only way to do it is to make like a a a vine bridge so you put a vine on the roof 
and you jump onto it, you put another vine a little bit further away, you go back and you get more vines. You can't swap vines for, I, I can't get it to work. I don't know if you're supposed to be able to or uh, if you're not, but there, yeah, I can't swap vines. So I just fucking, I just grabbed. But the thing is, they're like, I, th I think there's something nearby where it's very possible for you to burn all that grass. And if you burn that grass, mm. it cannot be used for vines. And if you, it can't be used for vines. The only, as far as I could tell, the only solution is to restart the level. And that happens a fucking, that happens a couple of times where your only solution is to restart the level because you've exhausted all the resources or the only available resources. It feels like there is, there's a number of cases where like almost if you see five fucking bushes next to each other, like if I see five when I'm playing Wildfire now, if I see five bushes sitting next to each other, I start thinking, all right, what am I going to fucking need to climb? Like, what's this? What am I going to need to climb and then climb again? Because these bushes aren't hanging out next to each other for any fucking, any other reason other than to like, let me fucking climb some shit. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and like, there's five of them because you need four to get over whatever the fuck it is you need to climb. And they've given you one, one, to fuck it up and and piss away uh and i don't know i feel like grass should regrow or some shit like over time uh because like snow snow returns over time it's it's quite odd uh but grass doesn't and holy shit man yeah pissing away all the grass on a level because i don't know there are a lot of ways you can piss away grass and the only way to fix it is to reload uh and that feels hyper punishing uh especially when like the the reason you pissed away your grass is there's this one level I actually spoke about it on twitter and they're going to fix it in the first patch of the game apparently um let me see if i can find it i was speaking with uh ken from the pixel cast the player 2 pixel cast um and he was he was talking about he couldn't work out how to do mountains 5 the statue mission uh, you have to get these uh, crucibles to this platform and then you have to light the crucibles on fire, right? And th that will raise some platforms that allow you to get across the other side of the statue. Uh, that is... To say that's unclear uh, is uh, selling short. Uh the plat like the crucibles are described as a secondary objective. You've got two objectives: uh, get to the top of the mountain and put all the crucibles on the platforms. And I suppose what you could do is, arguably, you could get probably two. I think you need two minimum, two crucibles on the on the platform, and then raise that up, and you could probably get your way to the top of the mountain but uh realistically uh not knowing how to do it any other way the, the only option is to get all five crystals on the platform and then light them on fire the only time you see a crucible on fire is uh to the right of the platform and it's next to some water and the easiest way to get it to the platform is to take it underwater uh hmm. So you, 
wind up in this situation where the first thing you do is extinguish a fire on a crucible and then uh you put it on the platform and nothing at all happens uh and meanwhile if it's on fire something happens and you can you can actually take something away from that that level took me fucking forever i worked it out purely by accident i uh i was throwing the crucible while it was on fire uh at the platform and it bounced next to some like one of the other uh crucibles one of the other jars and lit it on fire just sort of out of circumstance and right. that that was enough to raise two platforms but one of the, i could actually see one of the fucking platforms for once like oh they were all going to be on fire okay that's it right little wall on fire was able to get through it but i totally see why ken couldn't fucking work it out and uh yeah wildfire i assume dan replied that the, they're fixing this messaging in the first patch and uh yeah it was a very confusing one there's a like there's definitely an air of fucking work it out you can fucking work it out uh just fucking work it out uh a little bit of like that level in particular is very like draw the rest of the fucking hour like get to the top of the mountain and you're like i have no idea how to do that and it's like well there's a level here hmm. fucking work it out um yeah anyway uh that said like i was saying once you get those extra powers it really fucking expands and you start to feel the fucking power of the game and uh yeah my biggest i think my biggest criticism uh apart from a little like this weird fucking swaying between too forgiving and not forgiving enough apart from that uh is that it takes too long to get to that, that point but once you get in there mm. you like it it really fucking winds out it's a really cool game um are you playing oh, with um mouse and keyboard or controllers mouse and keyboard oh right yeah hmm. uh anyway wildfire cool cool uh, uh wasn't i haven't played much other than the the one night that we played on uh it's it last thursday or something yeah something like that yep when you were sandbagging i remember where where i proved to you where you're sandbagging that you can't win where you're you sandbagging where you were i was sandbagging i've got video proof it might even be in this last week's podcast how would it be in last week's podcast because we recorded and i usually render it later on so i, I grabbed the footage i might have put it in there i can't remember or it could be in this week's put it in this week's you are fucker put it in you, this week's you, you, you sandbagged, sandbagged yourself how did i say how did i into huh into some barrels you 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 walked into some barrels you even said afterwards oh i see what i did there <laughs> barrels barrels i don't remember barrels they're like uh I don't know, there's like barrels outside the door or something. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that that's not the sandbagging. The sandbagging was you deliberately playing like shit so that you can prove that shields are bad. <laughs> like that was, it was a whole fucking oh, is that right? it was a mentality. It was a fucking uh 
It was a total fucking... Even though I got the most kills. Even Like, of course you got the most kills. You're stealing all the kills from us, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> fucking... Uh, okay. This guy with his kill stealing. Like, absolute fucking stitch up. He steals all... He gets, he gets the last hits on motherfuckers because he's slow on the switch. And then he's like, oh, uh, yeah. Oh, and the most damage. You didn't get the most damage. There's no fucking way you got the most damage. I'm looking it up. I'm fucking looking it up. I bet you didn't get the most damage. Oh, I've always got the most damage. Here we you go. Absolutely. This don't. game, we our, my last game, we played. We come second. I got eight kills, uh, three thousand damage. You did thirty-two hundred damage. Nate did a thousand. He didn't do anything that game. He let us down. <laughs> So Nate was the sandbag. Holy shit. A thousand damage. Is that it? Holy shit. We did fucking 20 kills between the three of us. How did, I don't remember. How did we come fucking second in that game? I do not remember that game. Because uh, we ran into a house yeah. and got shot from the right. And you kept going up the stairs. And then Nate ran into the house and kept going behind you. And he was still getting shot on the right. And then I think Nate went down and I went into the room, started gassing the guy and I threw a flame at him. You might've gone down. The dude inside the house then ran outside oh, the house yep. and I shot him. I don't know if there was more in there. There might've been. But there, no, anyway, there was. I, no. I killed them all. There was another guy upstairs uh, that, that I didn't, that I thought cleared out. So I went upstairs to get the angle on the last guys, but. We got done. Um, yeah. And the guys who got first got hard circle gifted because the circle shifted away from us in the most aggressive fashion possible. Um, no, no. I We got... Um, uh, the circle ended up on my side and it was three teams left and I was letting them shoot each other. And I was like hiding behind oh, a I'm car. about the other game. I remember now. Yep. Yeah. And... Uh, this was up it in the was, mountains, like north. Yeah, there was like I don't dam, know, right? Six, t- six or seven, seven people left. Yeah, yeah. I, I might have been six. Might have been two on three. Um, and then I was hiding behind a car. I knew exactly where they were. Uh, I just kind of let them run past. <laughs> it was this moment of the gas is like literally behind me. Mm-hmm. Do I shoot them? And try and get away with it, or do I just sneak my way in? And I saw the dude run behind a tree, but then I lost him. I, I didn't know where he was. Like I didn't know if he was hiding behind the tree, or like he just kept going, like yep. out of my line of sight. And so I just fucking gas the tree, and he like panics and starts running out of the gas. And then I, I shoot him. His his friend is like not even watching. He's still shooting at the other team, and so I have to take him out as well. Yep. Um, yeah, and then it was, and that three was like a one. one. Yeah. One v three. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and they just immediately just crushed me as soon as they sh- they saw. Yeah. That they uh, I was over there shooting people. So it was a good game. Anyway, good game. Shields are awesome. I think you can agree. Uh, we we, we didn't win was... any of those games. Like eight of us. We want. We played like eight games. Of Twenty kills, Luke. Twenty kills and seven thousand damage. In trios, and you're like, oh, we didn't get any wins. Like, get the fuck out of here. Fucking, we, like, we got unlucky. We got unlucky. <laughs> got unlucky. 
That's what it was. The game before that, we came 37th. You did 45 damage. <laughs> I'll get the fuck it. Yeah, so we can't blame shields for that one because they clearly didn't have a shield. I got fucking <laughs> oh, okay. killed on the fucking drop, didn't I? Obviously. Like, what the f- now? Now, anytime I don't win a game, you're like, well, shields don't work. <laughs> like, I'm supposed to have a fucking 100% win rate or some garbage. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Notice you didn't bring up the game where it came third and I got fucking 2k damage and because you weren't in that game. Never mind. Uh huh. <laughs> I wasn't in that game. No. Uh, what about eighth? Hey? Eighth and yep, did more damage than you again. Classic. Classic. Absolute classic. Yeah, there's just this trend of me doing more damage than you. Oh. And you getting more kills because you steal all my kills. Yeah. Cool. And, and we played, uh, we, we came fourth in this one. This is the one where we didn't use shields. And you got and more I damage. Did. What a coincidence. Yeah, I did three and a half thousand. Three point three. Three and a half, this guy. This guy. Three point three. Anyway, and you only anyway, did 10% more damage it. to me. Uh, we proved incontrovertibly that shields fucking rule. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I noticed we didn't win when we didn't have shields, so looks like you're wrong. We, did, we didn't win at all. No. We didn't. Most, I think all the, most of the games, two of them, we played uh, without shields. It's true. Yes. Anyway. Well, we had Nate. Nate seems to be letting us down, judging by these stats. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on. He's having a having a rough one. Yeah. <laughs> um, um. All right, I haven't, I haven't played other than that. Just that one day that we jumped in. Yeah, I haven't played all that much, but uh, you know, still enjoying it. Uh, actually, uh, I mean, if you look at the stats, I played a fuck ton of it. Uh, I didn't have. A lot of luck, but I played a fuck ton of it. Um, I definitely had a good old tilt in one game where um, I was playing with Squirrel and Tom and Kleb. And Kleb's internet booted him, or I think his game crashed. I'm not sure. One or the other. Uh, but we were doing real well. We were doing real well. And, uh, and then uh, Kleb dropped. And everything went to fucking shit. Everything, because it was just Squirrel and Tom left. And, uh... Yeah. Squirrel, like, I, I've marked... I marked this one entire fucking team running. We were at prison. Uh, I think we re-dropped onto prison. And, uh... This entire team ran in on prison. Like, just through the fucking tunnel. And, uh... And they went straight for this, like, there was a random loadout drop. And uh, Squirrel had been fucking yapping on about his rocket launcher the whole time. And they all lay down on the same side of this fucking supply drop. I'm like, Mm. shoot him, Squirrel. Shoot him, Squirrel. And uh, he's he's like, oh, shoot, hey. In the way that he speaks. Uh, Who should I shoot? I'm like, the fucking ping! Shoot the fucking ping shoot on the fucking ping where else would you fucking shoot shoot the live ping and uh by the time he uh managed to get his way over to it 
Um, mm-hmm. Too late. They left. He still fired the rocket. And then, uh, and then he died. Uh, yeah, he died. Did he die or Tom died? One of them died. They both they both went on the same tower, even though there was only one part of prison that would still be in the circle. They both went uh, to the same tower that was the only part that was in like in the circle, um, and neither of them watched the ladder. And uh, I was watching from behind, but I couldn't see. The whole team came up the stairs and got got up the ladder and murdered them. And these two motherfuckers on the tower, neither of them was watching the ladder and neither of them fucking heard a, a full fucking squad of four run up a fucking set of stairs or climb a ladder below them. Nothing. So they both died. Uh, and I killed... Three of them, because I had a shield, and so it was real easy. And then I got Tom or Squirrel, whichever one wasn't finished, back up. And then hmm. uh, I jumped. They died immediately to the gas, and I jumped down. And I got murdered trying to jump off the prison. And not, not a great one. Not a great one. Hmm. Wasn't, yeah. wasn't stoked. I wasn't stoked. But yeah, anyway. Oh, we had a good game with Bear. Oh, this game was fucking, actually fucking hilarious. Uh, we, uh, we, I think we went Superstore and we redropped at Farmlands and we fought our fucking dicks off at Farmlands. Uh, we must have fought for fucking ages. We're just going from fucking like uh mission to mission like just non-stop doing our best to to like eat this shit out and uh like at one point though three of us go down it was me and nate and bear and i think it was cleb and so bear was the only one left and uh bear manages to get fucking the Thirteen and a half thousand dollars he needs to get all three of us back in. Runs over to this like fucking buy zone, the buy zone at Farmlands that like sometimes spawns in the middle of the fucking field. Runs over there, buys all of us back in. We land on a fucking land where we died, and hmm. uh, we managed to fucking bust our way all the way up to third in that game with uh 20 kills as a squad that was fucking spectacular i I have no idea like bear must have gotten so much fucking xp out of the game because he just fucking he brought so many people back in and it was a big effort from him it was fucking hilarious um but yeah nice anyway uh yeah still having fun yeah i want to see them do some uh some gameplay changes in this next this next season not yep. just new uh, blueprints and characters. Like, I don't know, chuck some other gameplay stuff in there. Change up the meta a bit. <clears throat> yep. All right. Should we do some news? I think that's everything. Yep, that's Let's it. Check. Looks like it. All right, some news quickly. Uh, 
so last week we were talking about the rumors uh, about a PlayStation 5 reveal event. This was confirmed, I think, the next day, or at least two days later. Yeah. Uh, on the Friday. So PlayStation was looking to host a, uh, a live stream where they would be showcasing uh, the PlayStation 5 as well as a bunch of games. Uh, but that was then uh, postponed about three days later. It was three days later. Mm-hmm. Um, which is something we talked about. Yep. Before. Um, yeah. Some people were upset. I don't know why some people were upset about an event they didn't know about three days earlier. Yeah. And now they're upset that it's not happening on that day anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, ah, the outrage. I've now got to wait another two weeks or something. Yeah, that right? is... Like- uh, yeah, uh, it just it's just ridiculous. The idea that people are upset about this shit, like, it, it, imagine how difficult. Like, I don't know. I've I found it difficult to concentrate on doing my job this week, and my job uh, doesn't have anywhere near as much weighing on it as. <laughs> As someone trying to fucking launch a new fucking PlayStation or some shit to the world. And yeah, like, I don't know. Just get some perspective, you know? Shit. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so following that, Cyberpunk, the Night City Wire event they uh, announced a few weeks back has also been postponed hmm. by uh, two weeks. So that'll be happening towards the end of June instead. Um I'm not sure yet if this is going to be something we see happening from a lot of publishers or developers. Um, this was, I guess, this is E3 week traditionally. E3, like, is E3 would be this weekend, I guess. Yeah, it would be generally. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so there is definitely still a lot of announcements coming over the next couple of weeks, but they may get pushed pushed back. Which all things are happening now, right now. Um, all right next up we've got and i don't know if you've read this yet this is something that came out today uh but bloomberg did a story on the developers behind kerbal space program 2 um so that game was announced a little while back um a couple months back in collaboration with take two um who are now publishing the game and what's happened since then was the developers are looking to extend the development of Kerbal Space Program 2 for another six months to add extra features into it, hmm. uh, as well as wanting to look at selling the studio. And at some point during those negotiations, um, the contract that was written up well, the deal that was put in place was something that the founders of um, the studio were not happy with, uh, which the studio name is, did I write it down here? Star Theory. Um, yep. So they were looking at, at uh, this contract to extend the development and also be bought out by 2K or Take-Two. And uh, for whatever reason, the founders didn't like the deal. They ended up backing out of it. Mm. And in doing so, Take-Two then cancelled the contract with the studio for the development of Kerbal Space Program 2. Um, 
and then started poaching a bunch of their staff to create a new studio, which would then go on to make or continue the development of this game. Uh, and so this is something that started towards the end of last year, around about December. And uh, since that began, they ended up taking around about 12 of the 30 employees working on that game at Star Theory, including the creative director and the studio head. Um, and then obviously, since then, this studio has had to stop working on that game. That was their income from the contract they, were, they had with Take-Two. Uh, and then the global pandemic hit and they were no longer able to go out and do pitches and things like that. Uh, stuff like GDC was canceled. Uh, and so due to that, this studio didn't have any more funding and had to close down yep. as of uh, March. Uh, so that's a bit of a story that came out this morning. Um, there's a lot to look into there. Obviously, some people are upset that I guess Take-Two has gone out and taken a lot of their staff. We obviously don't know the full story behind this. Um, you know, why uh, the founders backed out behind the deal, why they decided to, why Take-Two decided to cancel the contract. Was there more things going on behind the scenes that we don't know about? Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of, nearly half the employees came across. It mm-hmm. sounds like at this stage, the rest of them didn't. Um, I'm sure there's be there'll be a lot more behind this that we'll find out about, but at this stage it's still very early, and we're getting I guess one part of the story <laughs> this moment. So yeah. some people are getting upset, but I feel like this is a you know we don't have enough information as of yet to make some informed decisions as to what actually went down. Yeah, at this point, but still an interesting story at this stage of time. Um, did you see this at all yet, or you're catching up to it now? Uh, just catching up on it now. Um, yeah, yeah, it definitely seems like one where there isn't like exactly enough story, and it's definitely told from one side. Um, one side, yeah. But yeah, like I don't know. I realize that they're your favorite fucking publisher at the moment, Luke. Hmm. But um, take two. Don't like, say anything bad about them. Have a bit of a history of uh, like they they remember when they took over Kerbal Space Program and they changed the EULA that they were going to take all the data and all that kind of stuff. Like mm. this isn't the first time Take Two's run into controversy with the Kerbal Space Program dev team. Uh, obviously, a different dev team, although a lot of the same devs. Um, sure. like I don't know, it just seems a bit weird. Yeah. Um, like, uh, it's it's definitely a scummy move from fucking Take Two to to poach staff on LinkedIn, as per the the tweet. Uh, at the same time, you know, uh, reading into a bit more, it seems like uh, Star Theory were already overextended on their deadlines and yeah. uh, looked like they were going to miss more deadlines uh, and probably not going to hit the release. So uh, I wonder if Take Two were putting the squeeze on them from that angle, and uh, then there's you know an anti-crunch uh, culture around video games at the moment that I'm sure plays into it and stuff. Like there's a lot going on here that uh, that my very brief reading of uh, Shrier's story on uh, Bloomberg hasn't 
I haven't gotten out of. Uh, it just seems to be from Star Theory's perspective yeah. so far. Um, and, yeah, they're, they're not really saying, you know, they're not... I mean, who like it does quote Private Division quite a lot, and that's the semi-indie arm of Take Two, right? Yep, that's right. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, like it seems to use that to frame um, the Star Theory position more than anything. Uh, but yeah, anyway, um, I'm sure it will develop further, and and. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like the like people from Private Division are pretty open about the fact that they were trying to poach, air quotes, uh, Star Theory developers. Uh, yeah, I suppose if Take Two, I don't know, it's it's hard to say. I, I don't want to sound like I'm making excuses for Take Two or for Star Theory or anyone without more details and. I haven't read the the full thing yet, so yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah, we don't know the full story. Um, all right, and next up, we've got the last Battlefield Five update. We'll be hitting tomorrow. Hmm. It has two new maps, nine new weapons, six new vehicles, five gadgets, and three new types of grenades. Um, so yeah, this is uh the last update for a Battlefield game that is not going to be getting a successor this year, as yeah. far as we know. It yep. doesn't sound like a new dice game. Um, and yeah, they'll be basically stopping support on it. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. We've talked about this before. I don't think it bodes well for them to like completely stop support. They put out like the, um, I can't even remember the name, of it, but the battle, the battlefield battle rail, uh, firestorm and basically took that studio that was making it off the project and didn't update it anymore. Like the support of that was just horrendous. Um, and like when you're trying to get consumers or your community, the trust in them to be like, oh yeah, you can put a, a game on as a live service. And this sort of thing doesn't bode well for them. Uh, and sort of today's standard for a, you know, a live service game. When you look at what everyone else is doing at least. Like when you invest in something and you put that much time into it, you want you want them to at least to like do something with it, and that doesn't seem like what Dice is interested in at this stage. Or, it sounds like they're they're ready for that game to just die, or at least open it up to yeah. People. Like there's a the reason community. people are still playing Battlefield Two today, you know. Uh, and there's yeah, there's a reason significantly fewer people are still playing battlefield 3 and it's because battlefield 3 is a much more closed system compared to battlefield 2 all right battlefield 5 came out in september 2018 yeah that's less than two years yeah yeah and they're gonna stop look at rainbow six siege came out in 2015 april 2015 and that game is going strong <laughs> like um it's just such a weird i don't know like what what their idea is they, they just don't seem to want to put any money behind it like this yeah i just don't understand why they're doing that maybe they have folk maybe ea's focus is on apex at this stage and 
they're they're happy with that community to just, just die but when the next game comes along will they stick around for that or will they go for something else um battlefield 5 already had less players than you know the battlefield before it people were kind of over it um maybe they're going in a different direction i guess we'll see um and the last piece of news we've got here yeah is uh see these is now available on steam for people that want to play it on steam and not the uh windows store it's crossplay, so you'll be able to play with people that are on the pc platform the console platforms um and along with that i think there's a new update as well out uh which i haven't really looked into but they're generally doing pretty good stuff over at sea of thieves uh, and i'm always thinking about jumping in to check it out but we can never get a crew yeah mate's never interested i know we'll just play two player fuck it and if anyone yeah. else wants to jump in jump into the fucking sea of thieves discord it's the one with the pirate flag underneath afk why is it under afk i don't know anyway um yeah this, the top two fucking games on steam are both <laughs> both microsoft games Ori in the Wilderness and Sea of Thieves are both the right top now. sellers on Steam right now. Yeah. Oh, the stop, top. Okay, I thought you meant the most played games. I was like, no, 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 no. Hold up, hold up, hold up. No. Um, but yeah, that's pretty fucking huge. That's a big deal. Red Dead Redemption coming in fourth. Halo: The Master Chief at fifth. So in the top five, three. Uh, Microsoft. Why the fuck is Skyrim in sixth place? What the fuck is going on there? Skyrim is always. Oh, they Still, must have a sale on. They must have. They must no. It's not on sale. <laughs> it's sixty bucks. <laughs> I got nothing. But it, it might have been on sale. Maybe. Was anyway. it on sale? Yeah. All right. That is the news for this week. That's it. Um, we got any questions? Not unless we got any emails. I don't think we do. I don't think we do. That's uh, fine. We can wrap it up. Yes. All right, The Gap. You can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, YouTube, all those places you get your podcast apps. We're under The Gap, The GA Podcast, The Gap Podcast. Uh, please rate and review the show if you have a moment. It helps other people find it because there's a lot of podcasts out there. There ain't that many good gaming podcasts that are as insightful as we are. So Not as insightful as we should. are. Up the top. That's where we need to go. That's where we need uh, to go. You can send us questions if you want to, thejairpodcast at gmail.com. You can also send us questions on our Discord page if you want to, thegapodcast.com slash Discord. Uh, we've also got some other channels in there people can talk about. Maybe you saw a movie and you want to talk about a movie. Uh, maybe you watched X-Men on the weekend and it's the most terrible movie you've ever seen. You want to tell us about it. You can do that. Yep. I've seen it. It's bad. Oh, I watched the fun. Silent Hill films on the weekend. Why? Oh, my Lord. What a... F- they're awful. Because they're Dead by Daylight. We were wondering oh, okay. who that chick was. I'm like, why Why is that such a big deal? I don't know. I feel like I should go back and play the games, but fucking hell. Do Those you think movies. it's worse than the X-Men film? The, the, the latest one? Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. No. Yeah. Dark Phoenix is so much worse. Dark Phoenix yeah. is like one of the worst films. If, if I hadn't watched Cats recently, it'd be the, the worst film I'd watched in recent memory, but... I've watched Cats recently, so yeah. Anyway, yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway, uh, you can find us on social media, facebook.com slash gapodcast, twitter.com slash gapodcast. You can also go to our YouTube page, thegapodcast.com slash YouTube. You can watch Joe being terrible with a shield. Um, Fuck off. And thinks he's getting sandbagged, but it's actually a barrel behind him. If you want to go do that, check it out. Whatever. <laughs> You can go to our website, which is thegapodcast.com. It's got links to all the things we just talked about, including past episodes of the show. Uh, or you can listen to this show if you want as well from the website. And that is all thanks to our Patreon members who help support us. If you'd like to uh, help us as well, you can go to patreon.com slash gapodcast and uh, become a monthly subscriber. And you get the podcast early, like a day or two. A day. I think it's one day usually. Unless there's uh, embargo, like there Thursdays. will be next week. Yeah. Do you know what uh, what time? It's is it Friday? It's Friday. It is definitely Friday for me. Yes. Yeah. So we'll probably come out later next week and no um, Patreon, just so we can get that out, you know, on Morning time. Night. Otherwise, it'll be out for release, and that you know, with that five with the early scoops. Five p.m. on Friday. Five at one p.m. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Well, that's generally what time we release anyway. For the public, yes. But the yeah, patrons get it earlier. Show. And we're very grateful yeah. to our patrons. They're the best. Absolutely. Um, and I think that is it for the spruiking. But you got anything you would like to pimp out that you've been working on? No. Nothing for me either. Joby you go, Jojo you go Twitter. on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, it still oh, works I'm at the not, moment. I'm not, which is good. I'm not posting on Twitter all that much this week. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, yeah. You're still uh, no. on the internet and stuff. They haven't shut down the uh, Yeah, at the moment. He tr- I think he tried and didn't get very far. Um, you can find me, Luke Laurie, L-A-W-R-I-E. And that is it. That's Next it. week, as we said, Last of Us 2. You hear about it here. Right here. Black Lives Matter.